Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a show you will remember because of the value, the, the knowledge that you're going to walk away is so wonderful. I promise you a beautiful show. Um, you know, we're all transitioners, whether we want to be or not. We all have change in our lives. And when we do, many of us are very resistant. I don't want to change. I'm so comfortable where I am. Don't make me change. But then there there are the everyday changes. And then there are the major changes that really, really rock us at our core causes pain and and discomfort and sorrow and sadness. You know those changes. The death of a loved one, divorce, moving, major illnesses these days seem to be all around us, job losses. It's a time of major transition in everybody's life. Nobody is excluded from these transitions. When we go through these transitions, many of us go inside. We call upon that that support that we all need. And we call it God. We call it by another name. Whatever your inner power is that you call on when you go through these really foundation-shaking changes in your life. This is what we're talking about today. Those type of changes, who do you call in? What are the questions you ask? And many of them I say, would say, we would say, why me? Why me, God? Why me? In 1993, Karen Armstrong published a book that was entitled The History of God. The 4,000-Year Quest of Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. There were questions about the nature of God having been haunted humankind, having haunted humankind since the advent of concept. Various beliefs about nature of God have shaped human history and been the direct cause of repetitive cycles of violence, individual violence. Warfare between nations, hatred, genocides, slaughter of entire cultures and civilizations. But the questions still remain. Why me? Why us? Why now? Those questions 
were considered by very by three people that came together to produce a movie called I God. The three people were Nelson, Neil Donaldson Walsh, who is wrote the series Conversations with God, Robert Friedman, who is the founder of Rainbow Ridge Books. And our guest today, Rashmi Kilnani. They came together to create this movie, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. One, after we discuss it, you're going to want to get it, but and that, that will come in due time. But let me tell you about our guest today, because the, I have just met this beautiful lady. She teaches and practices several healing modalities and has taught Reiki masters, doctors, scientists, and others from many walks of life, the secrets of mystery school teachings. She is a global metaphysical teacher, urban shaman, international lecturer, artist, seminar leader, and TV personality. Rashmi is the host of 2013 and Beyond with Jeremy McDonald, and then is heard monthly on Blog Talk Radio. She has authored three books, The Divine Mother Speaks, The Healing of the Human Heart, Buddha Speaks, To the Buddha Nature Within, and Shiva Speaks, Conversations with... And this is where I'll rely on Rashmi to help me with the speaking. So we'll we'll talk about these books as we go further. Rashmi, I welcome you today. I am so excited that you have you're going to be this hour this next hour with us. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Joyce. It's a great honor to be on the show, and a big hello from uh, London. Yes, yes. You are my first to come from London. <laughs> you are my first. <laughs> but we welcome you. Tell us why you, you all decided to do this movie. Well, well I think uh, the, the boys had their different reasons. Uh, I think that um, Robert Friedman, my friend, publisher, and also I worked with him spiritually in America because mm-hmm. I was asked to by the Ascended Masters and to get a few spiritual leaders in America back on track. Uh, he was mm-hmm. one, and the other was Leonard Orr, who was one of the fathers of the, of the New Age and the father of rebirthing, breathwork, mm-hmm. and who um, is a prop, you know, really brought Babaji Mahavatar, Lord Shiva's teachings to the West through spiritual purification and meditation and so many things. And these guys were, you know, going through various life changes, and I was asked to go and help them to come back on track because they're very important. Mm-hmm leaders on the planet for, you know, spreading the knowledge and information and the wisdom teachings of all time through channel books and Leonard through his, uh, you know, teaching and working and traveling across the globe. And he's written yes. many books such as Breaking the Death Habit. And um, so, and Neil Donald Walsh, um, you know, so Robert uh, Friedman wanted to make this film because he felt that there wasn't a proper film about, you know, the subject of the, the G word, God. Mm-hmm. And uh, he noticed that in The Secret, which did very well across the globe, 
that God wasn't even mentioned once, you know. The, the That's word. true. Um, I That's was true. guided um, by the Ascended Masters, primarily uh, the Christ Yogi Mahavatar Babaji, who is uh, synonymous with my higher self, uh, because uh, through my Reiki teachings and through initiating many into uh, Reiki mastery across the globe and the different systems, these beings started coming through in healing sessions and initiations, and they started working with me for healing. And they are part of me because ultimately in the absolute reality, all is one, which is mentioned in my book, The Divine Mother Speaks, The Healing of the Human Heart. And all these things are explained, the different levels of reality. So, ah. um, I thought, oh, well, you know, <laughs> I, I, I saw my studio where I t taught people from across the globe and uh, long story, really. And uh, and then I went to the States and these books happened. And, and then the film, uh, I met Woody Allen and... I thought I'm supposed to make this film with him because Babaji said you will go to the States and make a, a film with the spiritual leaders of America and the people of the streets and bring everybody together. And I thought, well, that's a tall order. You know, I just recovered from <laughs> cancer, which I had oh. to heal. And yes. now the next mission is, is America, and I barely recovered, and off I went, you know. And all these things mm -hmm. came to pass, so it was very mm -hmm. interesting. <laughs> mm. Oh, that has to be when you get a message like that, and it really comes to pass. Which I know you you accept as oh yes, this is going to happen. I mean, it has to be even exciting for you, even though you know from the very beginning this is going to happen. For me, kind of you do and you don't. You know, Joyce, it's like uh, <laughs> you just sort of go with moment to moment, and then the magic starts happening. But of course, your human side has freak out. So and doubts and all the rest of it as well. You know, it's just that your higher self guides you moment to moment and uh, the more trust and faith you have uh, because I've kind of known I was on a mission since I was a little girl, really, on the planet. So, and then I forgot, you know, and got into conditioning and had to go through worldly stuff, which was all part of the training for what happened later, you know. Yeah. Well, you... How did you in the in the movie? Well, no, let's do that. I'd like to know. I'd like for you to share a little bit, just more about you. I mean, I found it so interesting just to hear that, that your journey started at a very very early age, right by the pyramids, right? That's right. My uh, father was the foreign correspondent of the Times of India newspaper and then the resident editor of the Times of India. And so we we lived in London. Uh, we lived in Egypt till I was six, and then in London till I was ten. So mm -hmm. and through the whole, you know, Muslim thing and the ancient Egyptian uh, thing, and then the Sunday school in London, and wanting to convert to Christianity, and, mm -hmm. you know, convent schools in Bombay, but then all the Indian gods and goddesses, and really we we were international, uh, and so we didn't really have much background of our rich Indian culture, which mm -hmm. we kind of regretted, and it's a shame he passed away before my books came out and so on. And they aren't my books. These are, you know, eternal wisdoms, and they carry the energy behind the words to help find the encodings of the DNA within all that are ready now to wake up and to re-remember what the soul already knows. It's all eternal uh, wisdom anyways, you know, mm -hmm. the past, mm -hmm. in the future, and the now moment. So, uh, uh, yeah, and, and that also kind of made it, I was just wondering why I was the angel seed investor in this film, 
when, you know, all the people in the film are major spiritual leaders of America and New York best-selling authors, and yes. uh, they have a lot more money than I do, and I sold all for my head to do this job. And uh-huh. uh, Rob Friedman said to me, whether you invest or not, you're definitely one of the speakers in the film, you know. He started calling me an Indian mystic. Now, all these titles, I never put them on myself, you know, because if you are truly that, then you don't talk about it and you don't even think about it. And right. You don't think in that way at all. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Leonard Orr introduced me across the globe as a channel of the Divine Mother Energies way before I could, you know, my human side could comprehend that part. But yes. I knew that was happening uh, for people that were open, you know, the ones that aren't open, they don't see anything. Right. The ones that, that are ready, they, they recognize mm. and then they receive the blessings. I and mean, that's nothing to do with the ego's little self, you know. Right. It's not me, really. It's just the energy that exists in all of us, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, but, um, then that blessing comes through because you get yourself right out of the way and become all that is. You become part of the unified field of consciousness. Mm. Mm-hmm. When you meet someone, are you able to to feel that they have that opening, that readiness to open and receive? Well, um, it depends on what level I'm working at. One of the yeah. now my work is such that I that it's not linear at all. I don't charge. I don't do mm-hmm. you know courses mm-hmm. in the same way. I ask people to just buy the books because you know for just a little bit of money they have so much wisdom. And uh, mm-hmm. these books are beyond just the words, you know, even keeping the Divine Mother book by your bedside can help to open the heart, to heal you, to understand what energy is, and so on. Uh, but if, if I'm working with a student one-to-one, then I go much deeper. But really, you know, I just walk around London or whichever city I'm in. As I'm told, I've been working in three continents non-stop now. And by working, mm-hmm. it's not really working, it's just being, you know. Just being. Mm. You send energy because everybody's running around, including all the new age teachers, chasing mm-hmm. the tails. And sometimes mm-hmm. just very few of us have to just be still and, you know, hold frequency. And what does that mean? That means, you know, that energy of truth, simplicity, love is just happening. It just is. Mm. Which is the goddess Isis of ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. Beingness. And then balancing that beingness with doingness, because when you, when you, when you slow down, then, uh, then everything just happens. And then, of course, there is a doingness, which is the divine, you know, the, the divine masculine aspect. And then mm-hmm. you start balancing out, and so then the books just, you know, there, there was work, but it happened, and the films, and now the mm-hmm. TV shows nonstop, and it's all philanthropic work, you know, it's, um, yeah. but, but the money comes, you know, it, it becomes beyond the linear understanding, but uh, there's something for everybody through the books and through the radio shows, and mm-hmm. which is really going to help people to understand that there are other parts to the divine, and uh, there are so many perspectives, and to go deeper into, as you said in the beginning of the show, just why are we here, you know, uh, what is it about, what happens when we die, you know, are we judged, mm-hmm. to come to these answers from within oneself, so that hopefully ISIS and war and this just thinking, you know, I'm only an American, you know, or I'm only just from one part of the states, or mm-hmm. you know, I'm only just uh, a Christian or a Hindu, you know, to look at us as a global family so that we can uh, begin to change all the problems that we're facing due to competition and fight flight and intolerance, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
is it did I don't know if it seems more tumultuous now than it's been in years past, but it does kind of seem that way to me right now. There's so much unrest. I mean, the United States is going through all of this transition with presidency. I mean, there just seems so much confusion and chaos going around. Do you think it's even more now than it has been in the past? In, in, in a sense, it has, because for 26,000 years, uh, we were asleep, and now this is a wake-up cycle. Oh. Twelve was not a linear event. This is a time for consciousness to reawaken. And, it, and this, the experiment now is that for all 7 billion-plus people to wake up to unity consciousness, which have got different names, such as Christ consciousness or oneness or tolerance and love and cooperation and honor and respect, Oh, I'm so sorry. And so, yeah, it's, uh, it's a time now, and that's why the dance should be happening. Can I continue? I'm sorry, I had to get rid of that phone. It was going off, and I was yeah. distracting me. So... So the, the, the dance of Shiva is now happening, and that means that, you know, it's the destruction of the lower octaves for the recreation of the higher octaves. The current systems are not working. It's been a very patriarchal system. That's not a male-female thing. That's the energy of, you know, fight-flight, competition, divide and rule, you know, right. think, uh, linear time and space. And we're moving into our multidimensional uh, nature and turn into our goddess energy, which is again not a female thing, it's the energy of being, allowing, cooperating, loving, mm-hmm. seeing the other as the self. And so these things are going to happen now. And so the, the old has to die, and the more we cling to that, the more suffering there's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, is a is the place that you would suggest that we start is is with, I mean, if just in our own research and learning more about what you're speaking about in your Divine Mother's book that you have written? Um, yeah, the Divine Mother book, The Healing of the Human Heart, is the goddess Hathor of ancient Egypt speaking about mystery school. Egyptian okay. School, but really what it is, is a simple decoding of universal life force energy, which is Reiki energy which is that everything is energy and, you know, so to begin to come for out of the head into the heart and yeah. to understand that all these archetypal energies are not outside of us, they are within us. Mm, um, I love that. I love that. I love that. Shiva energy is not some ideal out there. It is an energy within each of us, which where the heart and the soul begin to, you know, destroy the lower octaves for the higher octaves. And so mm-hmm. at soul level, the soul has one agenda and the personality self has a different agenda. So that's mm-hmm. what that book is about. It's all about energy made simple, how to open the heart, how to understand what's happening on the planet right now. The Buddha book is, is really about, um, uh, you know, Buddha. I'm channeling the Lord Buddha in the now moment with the questions that are facing humanity, some of which you've just mentioned, you know. Mm-hmm. What, how that ancient wisdom can be applied now you know, as opposed to just sitting under a tree and, you know, wearing saffron robes and going around with a baby <laughs> How do you apply it to modern life? And so mm-hmm. it's very powerful. You know, so mm-hmm. it's attached, witnessing, and so on. And the shiva yeah. is, again, very powerful because it's all about this, this, this 
non-stop change that everybody's going through, why that's happening on the highest perspective, and, and the tools for beginning to come back into the heart and into the energies that Babaji talks about so much, which are truth, simplicity, and love. Ah. Oh. Well, I want to jump right to that one. The film comes in because, you know, there are so many uh, perspectives of the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. It's all made very simple. Yeah. So, as you know, when I was researching, and of course I looked at the movie, and uh, which you can get on Amazon or um, another site called Beyond the Beyond Words Publishing, um, but it was so interesting to me how you put the film together. I mean, I know you didn't. Did you put to the film? Did you have much input into how the the film was organized and presented? Uh, yes and no. You know, I was behind the camera with uh, many of the spiritual leaders. You know. Oh, wonderful! And James Wan Prague, uh-huh. and uh, Marion Williamson, and so on. Uh-huh. And uh, one of my roles was to bring the frequency for the spiritual leaders of America because. Even some of them that are teaching about the heart, there is another level of simplicity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these things happen silently just through transmission and they're within free will and the higher good. So many things happen. It's not just the linear thing of something happened, you know, like a film was made. And, you know, it was also mm-hmm. bringing all these different people together that did it, you know, without money. And mm-hmm. the money came from just me and then eventually also from Bob. Um, and, you know, it wasn't a lot of money that we made it. So it was like a miracle. And then Neil was very busy, so he took ages to to do the narration and so on. So that was not easy. Mm-hmm. Huge lesson in patience and perseverance. <laughs> God wanted, I, I feel the Ascended Masters wanted me to be with this lot because it wasn't just about me being an author like them because I had I hadn't even had my book published at that point and I was in the list of best selling authors oh really speaker in the film so there was a reason why this sort of energy of you know understanding the mysticism of the east and the west coming together with a with a higher perspective of frequency for those leaders to begin to you know, it, it, you just, it happened silently just through being there, and, and I was asking the questions behind the camera. Mm-hmm. So the way I asked the questions, and then I asked another question within that mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. It was helping mm-hmm. to shift them, and I found, like, for example, Debbie Ford, she was an amazing energy, and unfortunately, you know, she, you know, she transitioned, and uh, mm-hmm. she, she took the Divine Mother book, and, and you could just see how heartfelt she was. Well, some of the yeah. others, I will mention names, you know, you just get a little bit shocked. So just because the messenger is amazing messenger doesn't mean that they've reached higher levels of frequency and uh, uh, learning. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all evolving, including Buddha, Jesus, and uh, the other ascended masters. There's always a ne- next spiral to be reached. Mm-hmm. And then there's also mm-hmm. the new downgrades of the energies, you know, because sometimes, you know, it's like, okay, I'm famous, I'm saying blah, blah, and then but it may <laughs> not be so valid anymore. And it may uh, uh. something that the younger people and the, um, it's not always younger, but very often it is, 
and they mm-hmm. bring higher frequencies very often, like the children and the 20-year-old, and, you know, um, I'm not that young, but compared to some of the, the, the people there, you know, it was just bringing in this, this goddess frequency. Yes. And so I would have liked the film to be called I Goddess, <laughs> more in keeping with this time and also that they, it says what do you believe I would mm-hmm. prefer to say how do you feel because it's uh, you know the divine is an experiential understanding and if mm-hmm. it's about belief that takes us into religion which takes us into war and yet when you watch the film as you did Joyce I mean the interesting thing is even I was surprised that there is something there for all levels of people of soul journeying really Oh, yes. And it's one that I find, I I really think I'll go back and listen to repeatedly because the more I understand it, the more each time I listen to it, I take it indifferently because I'm not the same person today as was a week ago or yesterday. So even listening to it monthly, I can see changes in the way we would hear things. I mean, you've got a lot. It's sort of it's very thought provoking and and hopefully there's aspects there of the heart energy you know and I feel that was one of the the things that why I was part of this project you know it was a very mm-hmm. masculine aspect of the project you know compared mm-hmm. to the current energies on the planet right. but it was bridging it was bridging what what is in the so-called spiritual movements of the new age or whatever you want to call it and bringing something new. And yeah. it's not an easy task, but I think some little step was taken in that direction from being, me being part of this team, you know. Yeah. Well, we are going to be breaking shortly for just a quick um, moment. And when we come back, I really want us to talk about some of those, I saw this, seven or eight questions that you put to not only these knowledgeable people uh, with histories of teaching and leading and and um, in the movie, the experts, the gurus, but you also ask questions of people that are humans like me, just everyday people walking around. How do you feel about this? And what are your thoughts about this? And so for me, it, was, it went from the total expert to the man on the street, which I think we need to have their understanding. You don't always know how the message is being received and then how it's been being interpreted and lived in their lives. So when we come back from the break, I really want to get into, if we can, those questions of, of that you ask those individuals. So we're going to take a short break now. And we will be back with more of the fascinating story shared with us today. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. 
Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Wishmi Kilani. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know that's that. (laughs) Indian names, that's kind of... uh, different for us in the South, but we're changing. We're opening our hearts. We're receiving more nationalities. We're doing great down here. We're growing (laughs) in our openness, you know, but I was very fascinated as I looked at the movie. I God is the name of the movie and you played an important part in developing this movie, as you said in the past segments. Um, How did you select and I'm going to roll all of these famous gurus into one category. How did you select who would be part of this program? Those those people. Well, um, Robert Friedman and Neil Don Walsh selected a lot of the people based on, uh, you know, we wanted to get uh, people from all walks of life into the film. So we have the states, uh, you know, the heads of state, you know, like we've got a rabbi and we've got a, a Indian pujari, we've got a Buddhist monk and that sort of thing. So we've covered all as many as we can and then a pagan and then a shaman and then I'm, I'm giving the, the universal life force energy perspective and the goddess and the divine mother perspectives and the more mystical perspective. And mm-hmm. We've got, um, you know, we've got some of the New York best-selling authors um, such as Marion Williamson, you know, because she's famous for the heart energy. Mm-hmm. Himself is narrating it throughout the film. Then we've got a uh, couple of group scenes with uh, Deepak Chopra, Greg Braden. And, yes. Yeah. You know, these films, what happens is you plan one thing and it goes in a different direction. But really for me, as you said before the break, Joyce, the, the stars of the show are not the uh, spiritual leaders, essentially. For me, the stars of the show are the people of the street that have randomly been, you know, just picked by our director who's award-winning. He won uh-huh. one million in the Super Bowl for a $20 ad film. Uh, uh-huh. Friedman, Robert's uh, son. And, yeah. you know, they won Cannes film awards, etc. And, you know, they just pick people off the streets at random in Virginia and in New York and in... Uh, I think it was uh, in Charlottesville where I was, you know, for eight years. Oh, yes. And, yeah. um, and, you know, those to me, those people and those random interviews with the, the same five questions, they are the stars of the show. And as you said earlier, you know, you have to watch this film many times. Uh, you want to uh, all the time. 
and sometimes maybe in different groups people can watch this one because it can really help to bring peace within and peace for this planet now which is going mm -hmm. through you know the terrorism and all the rest of it yes i think it's really really uh powerful for that as yeah. it looks you know as well did you always start out when you were asking the questions and the questions went to the clergy the all of the leaders of the different uh, faiths and then you also ask of the street people on the street just calm, just you and you and me average people and like Amit Goswami we tried to get as many. I wanted it to be more the perspectives of, you know, that were not so religious. When I had my first meeting, we went to Ashland, Oregon, to meet uh -huh. John Walsh. I said I have to meet him before I decide. And uh -huh. then, you know, so Robert and I and he and, and Jonathan met. And I remember that you know Neil and I were sort of on the same page. And and Bob and Jonathan overruled us and said, no, we must bring in the perspectives or the religious perspectives as well. I said, well, people know about that. And, you know, mm -hmm. just the name God brings up a lot of anger nowadays because people are mm -hmm. so anti-religion. And mm -hmm. in a way now I'm glad that we were overruled because it is it is nice that we've got a balance between all the New Age different perspectives and the, you know, the traditional religions mm -hmm. as well and the people. Mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. Well, you know, from a, a Christian, I think in the way I worship my faith um, I don't always understand I don't understand other religions I'm not as exposed to them because primarily we're Christian down here so we're kind of at a disadvantage when a new you know Jewish and other faiths come through we we're very limited so for me I liked seeing their their version of the question how they answered the question and the very first question that I don't know if this is how you took them but you believe there is a God was the very first one and you ask a, a man of faith this you kind of go well, of course he does. But it was very interesting to hear how they responded. And then, of course, getting to my friends on the street that said how they believed and what they believed. Oh, I just thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can get the film on iTunes and, uh, you know, on the, on the website, igodthefilm.com. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, as, as I say, just the people of the street, their answers were just uh, amazing because mm -hmm. they were extremely spontaneous. You know, the, the, the spiritual marriage uh, best-selling author leaders, they kind of knew that they were going to be on, you know, so they had some yeah. idea, uh, you know. The, oh, the, yeah. You know, they kind of did. So they kind of maybe had a few moments or a few days or something to, to think about it, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but the people of the street, they're just, you know, at random, you just ask somebody, you know, would you believe in God? Do you believe in heaven and hell? Do you believe that you'll be judged after you die? And they're like, well, I haven't even thought about that. Or, you know, that's an interesting mm -hmm. question. And then you get these spontaneous, heartfelt, or, you know, and then the mind is out of the way. And that, for me, is very interesting because the mind can't really give you the same unlimited perspective as the heart, soul, spontaneity, feeling body can give you. Mm. And, uh, mm -hmm. Now I just realized that I'm even telling you this, that after all these interviews I've done on iGod for the last few years, that 
Yeah, that's why I prefer those answers because they really are heartfelt. They really mm-hmm. are spontaneous. They are getting the mind out of the way. You can't actually comprehend God, which is mm-hmm. all that is, with the mind. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, then you yes. have different perspectives that God is outside of yourself. And most of the people in the film are, are answering in that way that God is outside of themselves as a separate being. Well, that's actually not high truth. Right. The truth is that we are God, and that's what the, the, the name of the film implies, I, God. And ah, I didn't get that. In yeah. religion, but you see, Jesus said it as well, you know, we are all the sons and daughters of God. You know, we, we, he came to show us what we are as well, that we also can ascend, that we also immortal, and so on and so forth. And then there's the uh, misuse of the religions in every religion where then they twist what the the masters are actually trying to teach people through parables because it's not a linear mind thing that they're teaching. Mm-hmm. It's vast and, and the heart and the soul energies are so much more vast. Mm-hmm. So this is what the new age has been about but now even the new age is giving way to pure individual experiential understanding and I think if the film can begin to make people realize that from the absurdity of some of the answers that are so mind-oriented, you know, which is mm-hmm. not a judgment, but it, it presses a button in you saying, oh, how can that person be so blinkered, for example? You know, <laughs> this is the only mm-hmm. God, or this is the only way to get to God, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that helps you yeah. to go deeper within oneself, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Choice. It's all choice, and it's all free will, and it's all divine timing. Yeah. Um, another one of the questions, I keep going back to these because I think they were so clever, and they were so uh, open-ended. It gave gave the person that was asked this question a lot of uh, latitude so that they could go in many different directions, and yet fill it with their, um, um, answer it with their, um, with their beliefs and how they were brought up. Do you believe in absolute right and wrong? And if so, who decides what is right and what is wrong? Uh, Neil Don Walsh, you know, he's amazing and he's becoming more and more amazing as time goes on. All this amazing wisdom is coming through him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he says he's channeling God. And uh, so, you know, the individual is one thing, but the wisdom that comes through him is something else. Mm-hmm. As I was listening to a couple of things recently, I'm like mind blown. Even from the time when we made the film, you know, which is a few years now, um, <laughs> because it all takes time. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, he, you know, put it all together. And uh, his books are extremely powerful to help people that are beginning to wake up. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. You know, something beyond religion that you know I was brought up as this, that, and the other. But can I go within myself and ask these questions and wait for an answer to come through? Because the truth is, it's not just the so-called gurus. Guru exists within all of us. Mm. Good point. And nobody can take us there. Neil Donald Walsh can't take you there. I Mm. can't Mm. take somebody there. I can only be a trigger. I I can give the graceful energy, but then people have to... You know, each individual has to begin to go within. And the answers are within, they're not outside. However, Mm -hmm. this sort of high energy film and the books can help to trigger people to go within, to trigger people to get deeper inside. 
you. So, right. so what is my truth? After my conditioning of, okay, I was brought up this way, which bits resonate mm-hmm. with me and which bits am I now ready to drop because they're not working in my life? Right. You know, that's so true because even as a coach, which I I coach, we can only trigger that somebody wants to move forward. We can't give them all the tools and then say, do it. When I teach people healing, it's like it's a transmission. And ultimately, we are not healing anybody. No. Good healer. If I'm a good healer, it just means I'm a mirror. Mm-hmm. I'm able to get myself out of the way in that moment. I don't have to be perfect, but just get myself out of the way and, mm-hmm. and just be nothing. And so then that that reflection gets back to the other, and they heal themselves always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And through, the, yeah. and through grace, there is something called grace that comes, which mm-hmm. is this divine energy of the heart and the soul. And then all the souls together across the globe become the the old soul, become that unified field of God, Goddess, divine, mm-hmm. quantum, mysterious, uh, you know, call it what you like, energy. <laughs> it comes from the yeah. nothingness. It comes from the void energy. It comes, mm-hmm. That's why meditation is so important. Yeah. It's important because yeah, it comes to nothingness. You know, it's amazing this this beautiful body that we come down to earth in has all of the answers. We spend most of our life in the very beginning quieting those answers so that we don't think when we're adults that we know the answers. But we do. So now it's all about getting back to that part where we understand we have the answers. We need prodding. We need help. Huh? When we were what? children, we understood everything. Absolutely. The programming, the imprinting started, and then we forgot everything. Yes. And then, then if we get on a journey of self-discovery, of deeper wisdom, then we go within. And then in the West, unfortunately, people still feel it's outside, and now the East is the Western as the West. So yeah. it's not outside, it's inside. It, it, it requires mm-hmm. quietening down and slowing down. Then what happens is through going into the nothingness energy, there is a dissolving of the imprinting. There is a dissolving of the conditioning that no longer serves because the conditioning is saying one thing, and that is I'm not good enough. I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. I need Mm -hmm. to succeed. I need to have more money, more this, more that, more. Mm -hmm. And and for the people that are chasing all that, and everybody's got all that now, and everybody's got a nice phone and blah, blah, and they realize that's not it. They're still (laughs) empty. They're still... You know, well, for those listeners that are out there and they still have a question about whether to get this this movie, because I know they've enjoyed the show today, but there is another question I just want to sound out for them. This is one of the other questions they asked the interviewees, do you think that God allows poverty, war, murder, rape, disease, starvation, and the list goes on, which most of us call evil? That's the biggest question that most of us ask ourselves today about where we are because we see so much of this going on in our world that's a question just that's what you need to go listen to right there one of the many one of the eight questions but it was a powerful question you all did ask to the point questions i must agree that you did right very powerful 
Yeah. It, 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 it really takes you deep within. It gives you a nice review of your life. It helps us to understand how, you know, it's not about saying, well, the, you know, the leaders should be more peaceful. You know, the American government or whichever government, European government, should stop sending troops to all these different countries. But to say, okay, me as an individual, what can we do? You know, mm-hmm. how can we be? Can we be a bit more tolerant the next time somebody comes up with their beliefs or their views about the divine or how to live Mm -hmm. or, you know, because Mm -hmm. religion and politics are deep, deep within every individual. And there's so much stress and strife and war because of not um, beginning to say, I can respect the other's perspective even if I don't agree with them. Yes, right, yeah. Yes. Now I would. Now you were mentioning to me all the different ways that that you would recommend my audience go to getting the movie, to getting the books. How would you repeat those for them? Yeah. So the uh, film is on igodthefilm.com, which is a, a website just for the film, and also they can get the film on Donna Walsh's website or my website, which is rushmekilmani.com. And mm-hmm. it's also available on iTunes and on Amazon. And um, um, the the books are available on Amazon, Milk, Kindle, Barnes & Noble, Waterstones.com. You just Google, uh, you know, or you go into RushwickHillani.com and they'll come up. And, yeah. Um, so, and there are pages on, on Facebook that I've created for the film and the books as well. And there's, there's, if you Google radio shows to do with iGod, Many will come up on YouTube, and you can hear other perspectives. And you know, but watching the film and and reading the books can really help people uh, with the answers now on how to cope with this colossal change that is yeah. affecting everybody. You know, deeply at the, at the now time. That's that's something that we sometimes forget that this pain is so universal. It's not just here in the United States. It's not just in England. It's all over the globe. We're all and in this together. We're all in this together. As the great Hopi wisdom says, you know, come to the center of the river at this time and just go mm-hmm. on the floor and don't cling. Don't cling to the old things. Don't cling to the, you know, because otherwise you'll just be torn into pieces. Just come mm-hmm. to the center and, and go with the flow and, and connect to the heart and, and breathe and, and, you know, share with each other and, um, you know, uh, I think what America is going to go through now is, is, is going to be big. And mm-hmm. at the same time, it's helping each individual to wake up because we can't actually put the responsibility onto one leader. It's up to each yeah. one of us. And uh, my heart goes out to the Native Americans in, with the pipe, uh, you know, the Dakota pipeline issue and all that. And, you know, it's terrible mm. what's happening there. Yeah. However, we also have to see that what have we done in Syria? What have we done as Europeans and Americans throughout the Middle East? How many children have been murdered in Iraq and all these other countries? And how mm-hmm. all of that is also very important. It's not just about what's happening in Europe and America. We've got to give up this elitist view and realize we're all global citizens, Joyce, as you yes. say, so that we can, as a, as a humanity, make the changes we need to. You know, Fukushima is, is destroying the oceans right now. The, the, you know, the Pacific is totally contaminated, and but yeah. there are solutions to every single one of these problems. So it's not about doom and gloom. It's an mm-hmm. exciting time of self-empowerment, and each individual 
And sharing is such a big key, you know, as we do non-stop, don't we, with our shows and everything else. We're putting ourselves out way beyond time and money and all these 3D constructs, aren't we? Yes, yes. Yeah. But it's so... um it's really gives me lots of faith to know to hear you speak about the promise and the 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 transition is yes this is a period of transition but there are answers there are answers there are answers i need to hear that within each of us when we co-create when we slow down when we connect to our hearts when we share what we have with the other and where do we, mm-hmm. we don't have to, you know, I can't do much for what's happening with my Native American brothers and sisters except share on Facebook. I can't do that much for mm-hmm. my Syrian brothers and sisters except what's under my nose and sharing on Facebook. However, right. I can do something for every individual that crosses my path, and I do. Mm-hmm. Every individual mm-hmm. I meet, I say, how can I help you? Or what? And help is a terrible word, actually. But, you know, if I was your fairy godmother, what energy would you like? To, you know, to shift your life. What is your highest mm-hmm. dream of your heart mm-hmm. and your soul? Not your mind and, you know, my mother told mm-hmm. me I had to make so many millions, you know. No, <laughs> it's your own inner, is it to write a poem? Is it to, to you know, to help somebody? What is it? And then you help, you know, you, you, you share. And that creates magic. And just through creation, which we did as kids, you know, just create. Right. And don't worry about whether it's going to succeed or fail. You know, that's how you did your show, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You, you, yes. just, you just decided to, to create something, and whether it succeeded or not was not your main motivation, was it? No. It happened as a result of just mm-hmm. creating with love and uh, service in your mm-hmm. heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that was. Um, I did go to your Facebook page, and I did notice that you had a uh, post there by the Indian ladies dancing. Um, so I wasn't quite. I didn't understand that or what but i see it's because of the um the, what issues are going on in dakota is that right over I the pipeline all over the world i share from all perspectives of wisdom i share other people's mm-hmm. books i mm-hmm. share, you know it's like most people are just sharing what they do that's yes. going to give us uh, abundance on this planet we have yeah. to begin to share what the other is doing as well you know, mm-hmm. if you'd like to share something, I said, you know, all the people doing good work. Obviously, if it's people that are just into nonsense, then you don't need to do that. You can say no. There's right. But otherwise, yeah. you know, why is it just, you know, who am I? Am I an American? I'm Indian. I'm, I'm global. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. am I Hindu? Am I Christian? No. You know, it's about right. love. It's about universal. And, and so not everybody has to be the same as me. Everybody's individual, right. and that's wonderful. But at mm-hmm. the core, we're, we're one, and, you know, that water affects all of us. That air affects all of us. That mm. war will affect everybody. And now it's, it's in America. It's affecting people mm. in the States now. And, right. you know, the, the, the poison, it's, it's very clear that, you know, the media was controlled and all these things. Mm. Know, and, and it's time for people to say, okay, we allowed these things to happen. Instead of getting into blame, shame, to say, okay, now we can change this, you know. And in each country, mm-hmm. there are different problems. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, vis-a-vis the states, because the states is very important as, as a leader for the world. And mm-hmm. even if it's no longer going to be a leader, currently the pattern hasn't yet moved, you know. <laughs> and right. eventually, uh, people like myself are fears that would like to see 
it not go to any other country, but to become mm -hmm. a global family where there is no one particular leader, but each country leads in what it's good at. Yes, that's and great. I like that. Yeah. Now, I have a question about, do you do, uh, it mentioned that you do workshops. So in the future, do you have a, a, a workshop planned or um, other ways that the audience can stay connected to you? Well, um, you know, through my Facebook page is mainly where I share wisdom. And as I said, now it's really getting beyond workshops and all. Sometimes mm. I do. I've just done a whole month in Sweden and Denmark where I was teaching advanced sound wave energy therapy and giving initiations in the Divine Mother Energy and working uh -huh. with particular spiritual leaders. And a lot of these leaders are not leaders in that linear sort of outward way. It depends on who's got the light and is holding frequency, you know, of being, mm -hmm. of sharing, of having more new visions about organic farming, whatever it might be. So yes. a lot of my work now is more morphogenic. It's constantly sending energy for the planet, helping to uh -huh. negative energies, because there's massive negative energy in London, in yeah. America, in D.C., you know, in, in Delhi. So these mm. are places where, right, it's like being this urban shaman and, and moving the frequencies. What I really recommend for people is, if they really want to raise vibration and are ready for that high frequency, connect through Facebook, through following me, and, you know, they can just follow you and mm -hmm. read the books, you know, or listen to the radio shows. And all of these things are for free. Mm. You know, yes. I can't physically be in every single country, um, you know. Uh, yeah. And, and also, very often, the, the, the level of the transmissions and initiations are such that it's not appropriate for each individual to receive that. You know, the work that people like Neil and all do is different. It's it's more like for everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. This this books are for everybody. The, 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 the energy is there for everybody, but if they meet and they have one-to-one, -one, you know, seminar... <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> well, I think, you know, I do think more, few, more people are stopping the one-to-ones because they're so expensive, you know. And if you can get this through... Uh, the free media, the free uh, access that we have, that's much better for us right now during this time of financial struggle. <laughs> so, and I think, uh, you know, just, um, you know, people people in the States, you know, we're doing a show that may most of your listeners are in the States, so this will go across the globe. Um, you know, to not to lose heart, and but to really now look at the grassroots level, um, you know, taking back the power and working and taking responsibility for their own local areas, you know, so that yes. changes can begin to happen. And, and the things that we don't like, ultimately, people like Gandhi are huge because they taught us through non-cooperation, peaceful non-cooperation, we can make those massive shifts for this, yeah. um, you know, for the better, for the new world, so that the new earth, so that our children can have a better Better yes. Life. You know, it's not just nine to five dog eat dog. Yeah. Wonderful words of wisdom and support and growth and comfort for us. But we have come to the end of our hour, Rashmi Killing. Kill Nani. I'm going to mess that name up yet. Nani. But anyway, <laughs> I, I do. It's been a great pleasure. Oh, this has been such a treat for me to be able to share your wisdom and, and the knowledge about this wonderful movie and your books really with my audience. American people right now for the elections and for their lives, 
you know, there are many of us sending love and blessings. We are with you. Oh, thank and we you. We love you, and I'm sure good things will come out of the great changes that are coming. No matter what that is, we be brave-hearted and face it moment to moment, you know. Well, thank you so much. I send you love and blessings. Thank you for being with me today. Thank you, Joyce. Bye. Okay. Bye. Well, next week we will be back with another interesting program. But the wisdom that you received today is beyond words. I hope you'll take the time to go to this movie, listen to it. It's got lots of wisdom in it. Re-listen to this show and take some of the words into your heart and make it live in your life today. Thank you for being with us. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 